since 1996, we have come a long way. I think the Constitution was uh, really uh, adopted in 1996, but it started operating in February 1997. So though we call it the 1966 Constitution, its operation started in February 1997. And since then, I think that we have come a long way. The Constitution has been amended, I think, 17 times since that time, but the amendments were not really major amendments, so the foundations of the Constitution remain the same. But secondly, I think that we have had enough time to be able to see where and how it is being used. And I think that is what is important. It is one thing to say we have a good constitution. It's another to say are we really uh, implementing it or adhering to it. And at the moment when we are talking now, we all know in the country that we are under a serious period where the constitution is being threatened particularly from political forces, and it is being uh, threatened not really in the interest of the country, but to protect various individuals uh, who are politically powerful rather than the country. And, uh, and the blessing thing about it is that the Constitution created um, or adopted the Constitutional Court, which was there during the interim Constitution, which we used between 1994 and February 1997. And the Constitutional Court now, that it has power to be able not only to look into constitutional matters, but all areas of the law as the highest country, is doing very well, in my view. Mm. It is making groundbreaking decisions. We have questions like what we saw in Tlokwe about elections recently. We have seen what it has decided about in Kandla, and there are so many cases which came before it. And I think that is good that it does show that we have institutions that can be approached to protect the Constitution against encroachment by various forces. Uh, in the executive arm of government, in state-owned enterprises, in parliament, and so on. So that is something which is great. So I think we have walked a long way. Uh, we can't mention the landmark cases, all of them, but I think for now people will understand from the few cases that I've mentioned that we do have foundations, but those will not be possible if we didn't have active citizens that are organized. Mm. So activity of the citizens is so important. The citizens are becoming more and more aware that the only thing that can protect the Constitution is their activism rather than waiting for political parties, politicians, and so on to advance the Constitution. So that gives it life. And I'm happy to say that, yes, 
we do have foundations in the Constitution and a citizenry that is beginning to be awake to protect the Constitution and the laws of the country. What do you think sets our Constitution apart from any other in the world? I don't think that we can say it is a Constitution that uh, constitutions are good for countries for which they are made, and they can be bad for countries for which they are made. So we can't be able to engage in theoretical discussions on whether we have the best constitution in the world, except, of course, there are a few um, areas where, particularly in the area of guy founding principles of the constitution, uh, we want to build a society which uh, respects human dignity, promotes human rights, is non-sexist, uh, is non-racist, uh, where there is a multi-party system of government with regular elections, and I think uh, I've already mentioned areas where uh, the courts are important in ensuring that we translate those into practice, but also accountable government. And I think that uh, areas such as uh, the Nkandla issue is dealing with the issues of accountability. Uh, those are important. Then we have Chapter 9 institutions. Uh, those are not in every constitution in the world, and I think uh, the powers given to them is what is important. And the Office of the Public Protector is one of those who are performing very well. But it depends on who is occupying those offices. We used to have the Office of the Public Protector all along, but it is only under this particular public protector that people are becoming aware. So it's not what is written, but what, who is really leading the process. So I think that is very important. Apart from that, I think we did start with the system of government through elections, which is proportional representation must be built into it. That is showing itself to be rather weak. It needs to be modified, if possible, so that we have a mixed system. And I hope if that is done, we will also have provisions in whatever amendments are made which will give citizens power to be able to engage in petitions so that if you have a certain number of citizens, maybe a million or so calling for the removal of people who are elected into certain positions, they will be forced to move out so that we are not held hostage by political parties and so on. So there are areas of strength. There are areas where there are few gaps and here and there which we need to deal with. How can we as a nation balance our rights, like, for example, the right to protest and our responsibilities? Because sometimes people protest, but then it infringes on other people's rights towards access to education, for example, during fees must fall. So how do we deal with this understanding of our constitution? The misunderstanding comes from the way we law teachers at universities teach, how children are taught, at, um, you know, uh, crash level, nursery school level, primary school, high school. Um, those are areas of weakness because we don't really uh, properly teach 
people to understand the question of rights. Rights go with responsibility. So if I have my right to be able to demonstrate, to protest with a toy on the street, and I use that right of mine to destroy shops, to ban school libraries, to ban school laboratories, to trash the street, and so on, then it shows I have no responsibility, and I'm part of the problem. I'm violating other rights, environmental rights, rights to protection of property, right to education, and right to health, and so on. So rights do not mean that they are absolute, and the Constitution is quite clear there that there are uh, um, areas where there are limitations on the right, and we don't concentrate on where are the rights limited. They are not absolute. That is our weakness, and it is a weakness in our education system. It is a weakness in our politics, both of the ruling party and the opposition party. So we need to deal with that as citizens. Yeah. How do we move forward in preserving our constitution within the next even 20 years to follow? Uh, proper constitutional education and constitutionalism, proper looking at how we begin to deal with rights and responsibilities, uh, the uh, question of uh, ensuring that citizens do understand uh, that it is their responsibility to protect the Constitution and that leaders are elected to lead the people according to the laws of the country and not just in any other way. The rule of law is one of the founding foundations of the Constitution. And uh, we need to deal with questions of using the Constitution to combat corruption, which is rampant, and uh, to deal with other very limited areas of violence against children, women, uh, violence on the street. When people are driving, they drive as if they are mad. They think they are in uh, Formula One. When these roads are there for shared use, <laughs> and so on and so forth. So there's a lot to be done. We all need to do it, and we can do it as we move forward.